Welcome back to the Chicago, Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike and I got my linemate Matt with me. And today uh, there really isn't much Blackhawks news because we had the we had the um the All-Star game this this weekend and guys got some time off, you know, and it actually brings up a lot of interesting points. A lot of the guys in the league they get to, you know, go on vacation, you know, they take a week off or what have you, but the guys that are in the All-Star game, they have to go down and participate in the festivities. And I think that in some ways that it's reached a boiling point this year. Considering that the All-Star game is in Toronto, you would think that the festivities would be, you know, incredible and everybody would want to be there, but I think that uh, Nikita Kucherov is somebody that he just didn't want to be there, man. You know, and this brings up a couple things. Number one, in a way, I think that these guys should get that extra time off if they are going to the All-Star game so they can have that break uh, just like everybody else does. How, how do you feel about them having a break, Matt? Yeah, I, I think it's up to it should be up to the players, quite honestly. I mean, it, it is an honor to be selected to be an All-Star. But I don't like I watched a little bit today. You're you're not really getting, you know, like a hundred percent effort out there. Yeah. And I mean I, I saw Posternock skate one in and Crosby was actually in front of the goalie and he like just kinda he just kinda skated off towards the boards and Pasta had like a clean shot and I mean it would suck to be a goalie in these things for sure, but I'm just saying, like, you're not going to get guys blocking shots and stuff like that. It's just, it's fun. But, you know, like you said, a lot of these guys take time with their family because they're on the road a lot, you know. some Sometimes yeah. they're they're gone for two weeks, and and they just, we're human, you know. that You need time to, you know, go on vacation and, you know, enjoy the sun and not worry about work. And right. um, for a lot of these guys like Kucherov, it seems like, I'm, I'm sure all of his, his buddies... <laughs> down in Tampa where, you know, catching some sun and sending them texts like, hey, we're living it up down here. What are you doing? And he just... <laughs> in Toronto. <laughs> he, he looked miserable. I mean, and to be honest, though, the drill that he was doing, you're, you're, you're skating, you're shooting pucks at literally like milk crate looking box things for yeah. points. Like, it's, it was, it's dumb. I mean, the skills contest was dumb to me. And I've always enjoyed the, you know, the fastest skater, hardest shot, and maybe like uh, the the breakaway contest and stuff. But it's it's just kind of lame to me now. The, the whole format of the, there's four teams now, yeah. and the two teams from the, you know, they'll, they'll play each other, the winners play after. And it, it used to be All-Star Weekend, you know, like you get there Friday night, uh, I think the skills used to be on Saturday, actually, and then the actual Saturday, All-Star yeah. game was Sunday, and right. it was always East versus West, or North America versus the world. And Or Campbell versus... To, uh... Yeah, I was just talking to our, our buddy, the brush line, about it. Like he, he goes, I can even tolerate the North American All-Stars versus the world, and I didn't like it over this crap. So I, I for me, it was just... Uh, from the little I watched, it it wasn't really anything special at all, and it makes me miss the 90s. 
Yeah, you know, it's you, you mentioned a great point that it should be an honor. But when you're somebody like Sidney Crosby, when this is like his, you know, 12th time, you know, 15th yeah. time going down, you know, like in a way it kind of loses its luster a little bit, you know, yeah. and, 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 and there are some people out there that had some things to say about him. And you know what? I find it, I find it really, um, I think in poor taste in some ways, because Crosby has been someone that he's won three cups. He's been an MVP. You know, he's, um, he's won everything that there is to win a couple gold medals. He is always represented him the, the Pittsburgh Penguins in the brightest light um he has never gotten into any trouble and when you hear about him when he is you know during the off season he runs into people people say that he takes the time to talk with them and sign autographs and he does the right thing so you mean to tell me that this guy essentially lives the life and is the star that the NHL has always wanted him to be. And because he doesn't want to go to the all-star game that um, he needs to be reprimanded or something. Didn't Frank Cervalli say that? Yeah. He said that he doesn't get enough criticism and here's, here's what I find funny. Yeah. He missed the draft on Thursday night, the draft, their little, Awful display of oh we're picking this guy and oh, with right. the with the act the celebrity actors and captains whatever right he didn't miss the skills and he didn't miss the game and he opens his mouth over that right I mean, like I said it used to be the All Star Weekend it was Saturday and Sunday now it's Thursday Friday Saturday it's like it's it's a lot of days and he said he had Crosby said he had prior commitments. He had something going on in uh, Big Sky, Montana. There's footage of him skating in an awesome outdoor rink in the town, which yeah. um, I don't know if you've heard of Big Sky. It's Look cold. <laughs> it, it is a huge ski town. It used to be a hidden gem until all these people started hearing about it. <laughs> so now right. it's like it's like the place to go. And Sid was out there skating, you know, enjoying, like, the. it was a beautiful day. It looked like he was skating up and down and firing two pucks. Was it, John Dutton overlooking, overlooking who, everything? Who cares? He, he missed a, a draft. Like, really? The, I mean, <laughs> he didn't miss the skills. He was there for that. He looked good. He looked good sitting next to Connor Bedard. You know, that was Connor's hero, and it was cool that, you know, uh, Sid came up to him and they 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 took a nice picture together, like kind of like uh, hey, maybe this is a a passing of the torch type of thing, you know. And I'm not yeah. ready yet, but pretty soon type of deal. But yeah, Frank, whatever his name is, the guy who is literally the same age as Crosby, but looks like he's in his fifties, should yeah. be the last guy criticizing a guy that's been <laughs> playing at the highest level of hockey you could play. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but Sid also spends a lot of time in hospitals visiting kids. Yeah. Uh, sure, his charities are unbelievable, and I've always seen him deliver season tickets to fans every year, which is something that I wish the Hawks would have done. I, that's a great idea, and like you, you surprise the season ticket holder with the the best player on the in the team, you know, ringing your doorbell, hey, here you go, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But it, it, I. I I will be honest, the, the first year I watched Crosby, I noticed that he did whine a lot. He had the reputation of being a baby. Like I remember Darian Hatcher when he was playing with the Flyers would just absolutely light him up all the time. Like just just like 
annihilate him, hit him, and welcome to the NHL kid type of thing. But as he grew, man, like he was just just a complete professional. It's like, how can you not root for the guy? So, yeah. I mean, I, for that guy to say it, the, the dude looks like he can't even bend over to tie skates. So he's the <laughs> last guy that should be criticizing anybody. Yeah, I just think that it was, um, especially Crosby, that he should be criticized more. It's like, what does that mean? You, so here's the thing. You don't need to criticize people if they don't deserve to be criticized. Yeah. I mean, unless, unless you know, that there's some other kind of barometer that, you know, that he's looking at on how you criticize like, people. Like a personal vendetta. Did he not give you an interview or something? Or you right, bitter, right. Or, you know, something really dumb. Yeah, he's probably bitter over it. Uh, probably the same thing with Kucherov because he was talking. And, and <laughs> I love Kuch. Kuch. I, I to, thought he was the story of the, like, he at oh, least dude. made it interesting. Uh, yeah. They're calling he, him uh, NWO Kucherov. He turned heel. Like. <laughs> He, he's got his. Uh, he, he's got the Hollywood Hogan persona. Like he just, just doesn't care. And, for, and he did score. Hold on, hold he on. scored today too, and it was hilarious. For everyone who doesn't know, uh, Kucherov gave absolutely minimal effort in his uh, his skills competition. Uh, to uh, honestly, it was hilarious because he clearly didn't care, man. And and to in, in a way. I guess for the fans, you know, they are expecting these guys to show up and and, and show what they can do. You look at uh, McDavid, man. He gave. Uh, he he it looks like God. he gave a really great effort. McKinnon gave a great effort. Um, and you, you can't. And surprisingly, and surprisingly, Matthews did too. Um, he fired it. I think from the maybe from the close to the the circles, man. For his little um, doing the obstacle course and then shooting it through that hole at the end. There's like a hole in the yeah, yeah, yeah. in the goal, and it was pretty far, man. And people are like, whoa, <laughs> the guys, is, the guys, a sniper, his best goal scorer. We're gonna see for many years to come. Yeah, and and that was really cool to see. You know, trying to put put on a show for everybody. And yeah, it's hometown, uh, hometown you know, team. You know, there's you only so much you know that these guys can do. Um, maybe something needs to be done about the All Star Game where th it, they make it enticing for the players to want to be All Stars and go to the festivities and um, and something for the fans for when they're there. Some what what they want to watch. I I didn't think that the skills that they were doing were bad, but I thought that um. In some way, this stuff is always kind of forced down your throat, and you don't really get to, these guys really don't get to show their personalities in a way. I mean, putting on a backwards hat and or putting on a beanie isn't really showing your, <laughs> isn't no. really showing, you know, anything. And the NHL needs to figure out a way to do that, to let these guys, um, you know, show their personalities essentially. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, I I think Mitch Marner has a good personality. I think he's always out there, you know, uh, interacting with the fans, and he's doing his little dance moves and stuff like that. He's, he, I mean, he he seems like a cool dude. Yeah. Uh, McDavid McDavid is just, I think he's just serious, you know, like he yeah he just wants, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. He he he's just a serious guy, and he um. It just seems like he he's not like letting loose, you know. And I feel like Crosby's like that too. But you, yeah. you see Crosby out there smiling, looks like he's having a good time. He's lightened up a bit. 
He has, and, and then you look at Bedard's interviews, it's like, whoa, kid, go outside, get some sun, because you <laughs> you just, like, he looks so stiff, too, but he's 18, and it's, it's different. Yeah, he is. He's getting cameras put in his face that it's probably never happened like that before, but you know the best personality ever, I think, is JR. I mean, that guy, he's just so incredibly honest, and he's just down to earth, and he's like... Just like, just like your your crazy uncle type of guy, you know, like he'll sure. he'll say the cool stuff and he'll skate up to Danny Heatley and he'll be like, "Hey kid, four goals. The good news is you're gonna get that car, but the bad news is your face is gonna be on the, the uh, every TV news uh, tonight because because <laughs> he's so ugly looking." Yeah. But I mean, th- there's 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 really no guy with personality out there anymore. Yeah, and it's kind of hard because, especially if the NHL is, you know, going to suspend you if you say something that they don't want you to say or, or what have you. You know, especially for Bedard. I mean, he goes to the All Star game and he's around all these studs, man. You know, like McKinnon, Barzil, um, Kale McCarr. Yeah, you could tell that he wanted to get out there, man. Especially competing with these guys to see where he stands. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I, I like I said, his shot. Is like Austin Matthews, like their releases, like it, he, he. I think I really truly believe Connor Bedard will be the next fifty goal scorer for our Blackhawks history. Mm. I and he just needs a guy like a Mitch Marner that will get him the puck, get him the space. And I think Bedard is just his shot. His it, it, it's just the sky's the limit with him. I think he's just going to get better and better. He's so young still. He's going to get stronger. And I, dude, I'm excited for him. Yeah, I am too. Um, Kale McCarr, man, he had a 102.5 mile per hour slap shot. That's weird to me because it did not look like that at all. Like, yeah, in the 90s, man, when you seen Al McGinnis lining up, you're like, holy shit. Well, that was like, like 107, though, <laughs> with a wood stick. Yeah. yeah. And then you, you you had guys like Brett Hall, who I think Brett Hall was the first guy to ever shoot in the the hardest contest, and it was like eighty seven or something. But I feel like his shot was so hard, though. It was. And yeah. I know his dad. I, they said Bobby, his dad was. Uh, I think he was in like the hundred three range. They clocked wow. it once. And I mean, can you picture yourself in net with no face mask? <laughs> I mean, even the face mask alone, I would still shit. Yeah, and, man. And I can't imagine being a goalie in front of that. And, and we know Chara had his big shots, and obviously because he's like what seven, seven three, <laughs> he's got that With long reach. On. But Kale McCarr just didn't. It didn't look like a hundred two mile an hour shot. Yeah, he's a stud though, man. Yeah, skating is unbelievable, and uh, man, I, I I think I saw him and Bedard actually sitting together they were probably talking about who's like what kind of curve in the stick or what kind of flex stuff like that he but, was doing uh, that with mckinnon too yeah McKin- i think and they actually, were ganging up on him like hey M- M- mckinnon grabbed his stick man it was funny <laughs> did, did you see, see that? that yeah yeah Be- because uh bedard he's really um he's really stupid superstitious about people uh touching his stick and they showed mckinnon he just kind of reached over and grabbed it for him he was comparing it with his and and Betsy, he was just Kind of, it's it's so funny, man, because he it's seems like nice. such a little. Yeah. He's just such a little kid out there, you know. Yeah, it, I mean, it, I mean, McKinnon is a. I mean, he's a man, dude. He's well, a grown man. It's like and, a senior, uh, like taking the the freshman's lunch. Like, oh, okay, you can have it. You know, like what, yeah. what am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah, it was it was so funny to see. Um, but it's uh, 
it's but when you see like Bedard with like a like a sleeveless on, you know, it's like he has like a little boy on like a man's body, you know. Yeah, he's he's pretty jacked for an eighteen. Yeah, he is. Yeah, it's yeah, funny. He's gonna get bigger, man. Yeah, he is. Before we go any further, I want to let everybody know, if you're looking for a super offer, Super Bowl 58, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Now, obviously with the Super Bowl, we've got the 49ers versus the Chiefs. 49ers are favored with a minus 125 money line, and the Chiefs are a plus 105. Um, I'm... I'm not going to say who I'm going for in this, but you know, I thought Joe Montana was a stud. I think Brock uh, Purdy is very, just with his size, he kind of, kind of Montana-ish. They're having such a great season, man, and uh, I do not want the Chiefs to win at all. So, uh, Matt, are you? Is, do you have a? Do you have a? Um, do you have anybody in this game here that you, that you're looking to go with? Yeah, Taylor Swift. Okay, so you're going for the Chiefs? No, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Shy Tomahawk. New customers can bet five bucks to get two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl fifty eight with code Shy Tomahawk. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler or in West Virginia visit www1800 Gambler dot net. New York call eight seven seven eight Hope NY or text Hope NY four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources. Now, Matt, the, there is going to be some Olympic hockey in uh, 2026, 2030. I'm so excited for this. They announced it uh, yesterday, the NHL, NHLPA, that they formally announced NHL players will participate in both the 2026 and 2030 Olympic hockey tournaments. And next year, there is a, uh, what is it, a four, a four-country tournament between Sweden, oh, is it Finland, uh, Canada and the United States. So we're gonna get some. Um, we're gonna get some guys representing their uh, their home colors pretty soon, man. Yeah, uh, I'm excited about this. I love. I mean, I love when the pros are in the the Olympics. So the 2010 was an awesome Olympic year. I remember. I think it was a, a lot of Blackhawks represented that team. Yeah, team six. Yeah, and. Um, it's Crosby with that golden goal at the end, and uh, that was a heartbreaker. But uh, it was still good to get that cup that year. You know, we. St- oh yeah. <laughs> it was good to be a Blackhawk fan that year. I'll say that it was so much going on. Gold medals for Team Canada guys and Kaner with the silver. Um, I'm not sure who got the the bronze, but um, Taser got the. Uh, I think he most joined. Most player, right? Yeah, yeah, most valuable forward, and he got Conn Smythe, and I think that he joined the what? What's it called? The triple, triple, triple gold or whatever it was. Or yeah, triple gold something. club. Yeah, he's just a man. He was just on fire at the time, man. Yeah, that was his coming out year for sure. Like he did, he win the Selkie that year. No, I think I it was the year it, after. Yeah, he really, man. He a lot of people like they they talk about this like they forget like. 
I think Taves was right there with Crosby as he was best centers. 100%. I think all around Sid is a better player, but uh, oh, yeah. I, I he's think a better Taves scorer. Is a better, better captain, no doubt about it. And um, still very, very, two very good players for, you know, their respective teams and Team Canada. I mean, you got, you know, Sid, Taves, Bergeron as your. Your top centers at the time, man, and Crazy. all three Selkie guys. I mean, they're unbelievable. They're, I, I just don't think they have the depth, though, anymore. I think oh, yeah. the ties have turned to, obviously, our side, uh, being an American. It's it's good to, I mean, America's doing great with, you know, developing. We've had a lot of American kids drafted in the last couple of years. And, I mean, look at, look at Austin Matthews is the top scorer in the league. Uh, he's probably going to be the top scorer in the league for probably the next decade. And and he just got so many good, like Debrinkat. He's kind of, it's, I, I just can't believe he's, this is his third team. And he's been an all-star everywhere he's played. He's just so good. Except Ottawa. He wasn't an all-star with Ottawa, was he? Um, I don't know. I don't remember. Well, he could have been. I mean, he's just He had a rough good. year with Ottawa. I, I don't think he wanted to be there. I, you could clearly tell so like he was just like, oh god, I got to finish this last year and hope hope to God I get traded. Hope I get hope I get paid. I mean, I, mean, I just think um, um, I think we're gonna win the gold. Honestly, I think we have the deepest like depth rostered goaltending coaches everything, and I think Russia is gonna put up a fight with Canada for maybe like the second best. And uh, I just think Canada, the, the goaltending is like you look at it compared to the others. It's like, oof, you, we got Hellebuck, we got Ottinger, we got Thatcher Demko, and I, now with the 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 um, thing going on with the World Juniors, the sexual whatever it was up there, yeah. Carter Hart might not ever play again. So that's another goalie that's crossed off that list. I yeah. think they have like Aiden Hill or something. I know he's a Stanley Cup champion, but man, he can't he can't play against those guys. Well, he played very well in in this in the Stanley Cup playoffs last year, though. Yeah, so we can't we can't well take that away from him. Four first line, you know, if you think about it, four first line like forwards. Yeah, and you got the the Kachuk brothers. You got the Quinn, the, the not the, the Hughes brothers, and then you, I mean, all three of them are probably going to make the team. I just yeah, think they it will be USA man. I I I've only named a couple, and I mean, there's some really good defensemen that are coming up, and I mean, for Team Canada, the the one guy that I would cheer for is probably going to be Bedard. You got to think he's going to make that team. Yeah, I wonder where he where they where he plays though. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be very interesting wing. because yeah. he is because um, he's so young. Number one and number two. Like where he's because they're going to have practice, they're going to have tryouts and 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 sessions and things like that, and it's going to be where does this kid fit in? You know? Yeah, I mean, I I think honestly, dude, I would love to see him with like Mitch Marner, mm. just a guy that can feed him that puck, get him space, and let him do his thing like Austin Matthews. It's almost it's like almost like looking at a mini Austin Matthews in my yeah. Opinion. I, I I think I just I see a lot of their games it's similar. Their shot is so good, the release is so good, and uh, man, I just like there was a lot of jokes with, uh, you know, he was passing to McKinnon, and they're like, I saw a tweet, <laughs> the guy's like, 
I'm, this is Connor Bedard's first time passing to NHL players, and it's like, oof, man, that's a burn. Because, oh. I mean, it's mean, yeah, but it, it technically, I mean, we got a lot of, you know, role players on our team. We got some yeah. bottom six guys. and But they're still NHLers, they're, man. They're NHLers for sure. But and I think that it's kind of bullshit. To, guys. <laughs> yeah, they aren't top six yeah. guys, man. But I think that it's kind of bullshit to say that they're not NHLers because they, they've earned it, man. Tweet. I mean, I, yeah. I think it's funny because I'm a sarcastic dick, and <laughs> I, I get it. It was just trying to be funny and stuff like that. But it it had to be cool for him to be passing to you know a player McKinnon. like Nathan McKinnon. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, Holy shit. This guy's leading. The, this guy's one point behind Cooch. You know, this guy's a Stanley Cup champion. He's a, just a monster out there. It had to be really cool for him. But, yeah. uh, I mean, that that's what I would do for the... If, if Bedard should be on that team, no doubt about it. He's a game-breaker. I, I think he'll be, like, a probably a top-six guy if he's having a good, you know, year next year. But, I mean, you, you have to take him. He's too talented not to. Yeah. Yeah, the goaltending's really... And you know what, man? I think that... You know, Finland and Sweden, dude, they're always there, man. They're always there lurking, you know, because a lot of attention always goes to Team USA. It always goes to Canada and Russia. But Sweden and Finland are always there lurking in the background and waiting um, waiting to surprise people. And they do all the time. What do you think about the, those two squads? I, I you know what? It, I like to see like there's a difference between North American hockey and Europe European hockey. Yeah. If the Canadians play physical, which they won't because it's going to be a you know, a skill. Like you you want first line guys on each line. So you're not going to see the physicality as much. But like if they got back to that way, like how they played in, like, to say, like the, you know, like the 95s. You, you got those guys finished, Chuck. Like, Darian Hatcher, he's not going to let you get near that net. He will kill you. Yeah. Like, if, like, the, if, if you played that way and weren't so, like, one dimensional, like the defenseman, I'm sure Kale McCarr will be the top dog for Team Canada. He's not a yeah. physical player. He's the guy who no. keeps the puck away from you. So, that's the thing. It's kind of like now it's kind of like even. You know what I mean? They they play that fast European non-physical hockey. I think it sucks at times. It's it's very boring. But getting back to the NHL playoffs, that's when guys start you know throwing their body around and making it hard. I mean, they're not giving anybody space. That's what I would like to see. Like say USA Canada play against a team like Sweden and Finland because you, you're not going to get any physicality from those guys at all. It's just finesse and we'll outskate you, we'll skate circles around you type of thing. But honestly, who do you got for Sweden? I mean, who, who beside, you know, you got Victor, you got your Victor Hedmans and I mean, who, who else is out there? Elias Pettersson? I, I think he, I think he's Sweden. He's like, but who else, who's going to play with? I just don't see that roster deep enough. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, you got Peter Forsberg back in the day. You got Matt Sundin. You, I mean, you had some really good, really good players. And uh, Henrik Lundqvist was in, I don't, well, I think he was in that probably 2010 for Sweden. He was very good. Uh, I, I think Nick Nick Charmelson was on that team, blocking shots. I'm sure he was. But uh, I just, I don't know about Finland. I mean, who who, who do you think of with Finland? I just I have no idea. I mean, like, I I think Tamu Solani, and <laughs> now you got guys like Sebastian Aho. Yeah, he's good, but 
he is he a guy like a game breaker? I don't think so. I don't uh, think Tave so. Man. Teravainen type of guy. There, there's some good Finns out there, but I I mean I, I, I you look at USA's roster, it's just like oh my god, that's just loaded with talent, and there's still guys that aren't even on that list that could be, you know, amazing. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um. You know, you're right about the year. And, you know, the ice is going to be bigger, too. Yeah, you got so, more space. And <laughs> you give Kale McCarr a lot of space. Watch out. Good. <laughs> watch out. He, he can already make space for himself, you know? Yeah, I mean, he can do those spins in a phone booth. That's how good of a skater he is. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, it, it, it's USA or Canada's medal, to be honest. It, that gold medal, I, I just don't see any other team that can compete with those two. And Russia, yeah. Maybe the goaltending for Russia is amazing. You got Vasilevsky, you got Sturkin, Sorokin. It's like, whoa. But keep in mind, like, who are you going to play in the big games? Like, you got to pick one. I, I, I got to pick the big cat, Vasilevsky, the guy who's got two cups. Mm. But uh, I, obviously, USA, I think I would, right now, the way, you know, Connor Hellebuck's playing, I think he's probably the best American goalie. Thatcher Demko's really good. But, you're going to have two guys on the bench, so you got to pick the right guy. And Canada, man, I have no idea. Unless somebody comes out of nowhere like a, as a rookie next year, I just, I, man, I think that's going to be like, it's it's like the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're a very good team, but holy shit, who's in net? You know, that's like the biggest problem you got. <laughs> um, do you think that Ovi's going to be able to play? I think they owe it to him to get. I think he's really slowing down, man. He he is, man. He, man, yeah, his hair is getting really gray too. It's insane. What's oh, almost white? It's almost he's, like he looks like he's fifty years old and he's like in his yeah. late thirties. I, I think I think that his that father time is starting to uh, creep into his the, well, the, the 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 conversation here. I think he's gonna inch his way to get close to Gretzky as he can, and unless a crazy injury happens i think he's going to do everything it takes mm. i mean i respect him he's he's played on one team you know his whole career and the the ownership and him are very close and you don't see that a lot man like you see these guys they're they're jumping around you look at gretzky even jumped around he was with the oilers obviously the kings st louis blues for like 10 minutes and then the rangers oh he's done it with one team that's super impressive to me mm. Yeah, it is. I'm just, you know, we're already halfway through this season. We still have another half a season to go before, you know, they they do like this. Um, oh, actually, the Russia's Russia's not going to be in the the four team thing next year, but the year after. So we're 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 two years away from this. Like, what kind of condition yeah. do you think he's going to be in in two years? You know what? I could see him being like. On the team, but obviously he's not going to be, you know, Standing out in the there circle, with Kucherov and, you know, like the other top stud Russians, you know. Yeah. It's just, it's, Kuch is probably still going to be the, like, he's, I, w- I would say Kuch is probably the face of Russian hockey now, you know, with, with the goaltenders that they got. Uh, yeah, I, I could see him be, like, you don't want to say like a fourth line role, but I could see him just being there because... He's Just done a lot. A for, power play. He's done a lot for Russia and, and yeah. the hockey. I mean, I mean, a lot of a lot of Americans like liked Ovi. I, I like Ovi. I thought he was great when he came in, scoring those insane goals like on his back and stuff. And 
I, I actually got a, um, somebody got, gave me a Russian uh, Ovechkin jersey. I'm like, oh, thanks. This is cool. And I made the mistake of wearing it to a Hawks game once when they played them. It was actually uh, against <laughs> Nik- uh, Nikolai Havibulin was our goalie. And it, it was uh, Tony Esposito night. And, I, you know, that's when some Hawks fans were just kind of coming out of the weeds after, you know, not watching and Ovechkin sucks, Capitals suck type of things that, that were said to me. And I'm, I turned around and it, it's a Russian jersey. And Russia sucks. I'm like, okay, dude, give me a break. This this guy's got 50 goals. All right, calm down. He's he's awesome. But uh, yeah, man, I I think um, definitely very. He's been great for the NHL. I think Ovi's been a, he's he, and Ovi's a guy that has a good personality. You know, yeah. he's always joking around, having a good time. You could you yeah, could tell yeah. he he just loves playing. So yeah. I think he's been a great ambassador for hockey, and I I hope. He's still around for that Olympic or whatever. That that tournament, I, I, I think keeping Russia out of that tournament's kind of, uh, I mean, it's not the hockey player's fault what's going on over there. And uh, I, I just think it's kind of weird that they, they would leave Russia out because you got to consider them a powerhouse with, you know, hockey talent coming into the NHL. It's just, uh, I, I don't think it's fair that they're they're getting penalized for that. Yeah, I was going to say, um, you know, Ovi, I think in a way really helped out Sidney Crosby because Crosby was, you know, the kid. He was going to be the face of the NHL, you know, because he was such a highly touted prospect. And Ovi came in too, and he kind of, he didn't steal some of that spotlight, but I think that he helped with carrying some of that load so that Sidney Crosby didn't have to do it all by himself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, and they're two different players, obviously. You know, Ovi's the shooter. Sid was mostly the playmaker. And, you know, it, there was a time where it's like, okay, who, who do you got, Sid or Ovi? And people would pick. I don't like Crybaby Crosby. I like I like Ovi. And then it, I feel like it flipped a lot. People got sick of, uh, you know, Ovi and uh would flip back over to Crosby and but I mean yeah they they've been the two faces like like I mean uh, well, like Magic Johnson and uh, Larry Bird back in the day it's like these guys carried the load for a while and then you got this new new kids coming like McDavid and uh, you got obviously Austin Matthews even Drysaitel these guys are and then you got Bedard you know getting in I mean we got we got really good talent coming in they just I mean I I just feel like the league. I mean, they don't, they don't like advertise these guys. They, I will admit, they are doing well with Bedard. People are probably getting annoyed, like, oh, Bedard again, Bedard again. Oh my God, I'm getting sick and tired of this kid. But I mean, this this kid's probably going to be the face one day. You know, by the time he's, I would say, two three years in the league, he's probably going to take off and be like McDavid. I think he's going to just mm. tear it up, be at the top of the leaderboard, putting up four points a night. That's just the the type of player he is, and. The NHL has to showcase. And I just don't think they're doing it enough with like McDavid and, and Matthews and ESPN is. I I think they're boring. I just I, we got to they got to do something to get like the NBA does a great job. I think I'm always seeing. I'm not a big fan of basketball since like the Jordan days, obviously. But I'm always seeing like LeBron and all these guys are always, you know, advertising and same with yeah. football. You know, like Mahomes, the Chiefs, like, oh, my God, these guys are freaking everywhere, you know? And now, I mean, even the women are getting involved. Like, women fans, it, it, it's, it's not like that with hockey. There there are a great bunch of fans that are women in hockey, but, I mean, there, there's just not enough of them. And hockey just got to do a better job of spreading their, like, 
just getting it out there and get just getting these kids like more publicity. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. It goes to, you know, the NHL that they need to start taking some risk, man, and to grow the game because it benefits everybody. It benefits the fans. It benefits the leagues. It benefits, the obviously, the players. That helps bring in more revenue for the league, which obviously helps the players earn more revenue because they get better deals. And the NHL, man, to be honest with you, I think that they get an F for, yeah. uh, for growing the game. I mean, they're talking about... T- bringing a franchise back to Georgia again Fail. you know for the yeah. for the third time you know that doesn't make any sense it shouldn't even you know? be considered it like, shouldn't be considered at all but who cares if somebody in Georgia has the money to do it it doesn't matter can you, you get people to, to show sell up tickets you have right. to and i mean colby armstrong when he got traded from um pittsburgh to atlanta He's like, no one gave a shit about us. It, it sucked playing there. And if you got, like, if, yeah, sure, maybe the owner has money and he could afford not to have, you know, sellouts and stuff like that, but you're not going to get players to come and play for you unless they're drafted. And it's like, by the time, you know, they hit UFA status, they're gone. It's going to be right. like Columbus all over again. That's what's yeah. going on in Columbus. Once, it is. like, you know, you see guys that are like, wow, this kid's going to be good. But he's 26. Nah, I mean, I just, I want to play for a bigger market team. There's no chance in hell it's going to work in Atlanta again. It's not. And and then they want Salt Lake City, which, okay, cool. Different city, but it's it's a risk. I honestly think the league's fine the way it's, how it's set now. I think they need to do, focus on the Coyotes. That's what you need to do. How can they make them? Absolutely. How can we make them profitable? Exactly. Before you worry about more teams, let's fix the one that's failing in in a college stadium before we jump over to another franchise. And can we actually, I mean, there are a lot of good players out there, but we have to think like, hey, we need another 50 players now. That's great opportunity for kids like that want to get drafted and stuff, but... Is the talent good enough for that? Like you don't yeah. you don't want a team coming up and it's like, hey, we got like three good players, but the rest of them are kind of like, eh, like minor leaguer type of guys. It's yeah. gonna be terrible. So well, I think they're looking at Vegas and they're looking at Seattle and how they've been able to, you know, it, yeah. it's not like it was Ottawa in the nineties and they were brutal for like fifteen years. You know, yeah. it's. You know, Vegas, they won a Stanley Cup within 10 years of being an organization. Five, right? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just yeah. saying. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, under a decade, for sure. Under, under a decade, which is pretty impressive. You're looking at Seattle, who last year they beat the defending champions in the opening round. So these teams were able to put together some good squads. And do, what I'm saying is, is like, do. Are you thinking that if we start another, if we start another team somewhere, that this is going to be replicated for a third time? Look at Clayton Keller, man. He's playing great in in Phoenix. Why isn't? Why aren't we promoting this kid? You know, yeah. and or or why don't we move? Let's just say it failed, dude. I get it that you want people to watch hockey in Arizona, but after what thirty years, 
And if that place isn't selling out by now, it never is going to. Let's go somewhere else where people want to watch hockey. Take a survey. There's so much data out there. Who wants to watch hockey? I know. I hear Texas wants another. They yeah, want Houston. another team. Yeah. Houston. It can. It can. They have basketball. They have football. And they have um, baseball. Why not give them a hockey team? They have a great opportunity there because they have they have a a, a, a fan base there of, of people who love sports and it's like hey look we got another sport for you to watch during the during the winter time you know it, yeah I, I'm with you I think but here's the thing you have to have two then you need two cities because you need an even number you know mm-hmm. you got to have one more eastern team and you got to have one more western team so for me. Salt Lake City would be a good idea, and I I also hear Quebec City, uh, the Quebec Nordiques were a team back in the day, and they produced, they drafted a lot of good players, and it's Canada. They're probably going to sell out season tickets in less than five hours if they get a team yeah. there. I, it's guaranteed. The they have Jets a are doing a great job. The Jets they are doing already a have job. a stadium. Exactly, and it's it's Canada. It's a no-brainer slam dunk for the NHL. I mean, anywhere in Canada, you you know, it's anywhere in Canada is better than Phoenix or Glendale, Arizona, wherever the hell you're gonna play them. But that for me, fix the Coyotes problem before you start thinking expansion. That I mean, we need to, you need to take care of your backyard before you worry about your neighbor's backyard. That's how it should be. Um. Yes, there's some good players in Phoenix. Cool. The fans are going to be upset that they leave, but sorry. It's just not... In the end, it's a business. And the NHL... The NHL is pretty much, you know, running uh, the Coyotes, correct? Aren't they, like... I'm not sure if they have an owner, but this is an opportunity for them to move this franchise to Quebec. I think that would be a great idea. Move them back out east. And then you could put in a team like in Salt Lake City if you want to take that risk. I think it was uh, the owners of uh, what's the basketball team? The Jazz. I think they're the Jazz, right? Yeah, the Utah Jazz. They got they a basketball got the money. Team there. They want to. They want a new building. Um, could it work there? I don't know, but it's worth a shot. It, they seem like a good sports city. They uh, go for it. But to, we got you got to fix the Arizona problem first. Yeah. And I think Columbus Absolutely. Columbus has a good fan base, but th- what's going on there sucks because y- you know they get they get these big name guys like you remember they traded for Panarin and they, they had some good players they had Seth Jones for a while before we we took him and uh, they drafted Zach Wierenski. Do you think he'll last there? I don't think no. he's going to last there. Johnny Johnny Hockey was a big deal for him, but clearly Johnny Hockey didn't care about winning anymore. He wanted to get paid. So, you know, he's playing in the NHL. He's making good money. But a lot of these guys, they end up leaving. Uh, like Bobrovsky left, Panarin left. And I mean, it, it sucks. It's just a, it's just kind of like a boring town. You know, there's the yeah. players don't want to play there. And if you do that in Atlanta again, it, it, you're asking for another failure. That's all it yeah. is. It's going to be an area where 
you, you start your team, it's going to be real enthusiastic for about maybe half a year, and it's going to be, ah, oh, this kind of sucks. And then there's yeah. going to be talk like, hey, let's relocate over here. <laughs> let's right. go to Winnipeg, where we'll sell out our, our tickets in four hours. And that right. was the greatest move they've, they've done, the it NHL. Is. That Winnipeg is kicking ass right now. I it mean, is. Yeah, yeah they, they play boring hockey, but they're contenders for the cup this year. They so are. They're playing great. It's been a great move, great thing for the NHL. They got to. They got to do more moves like that. Grow a pair of balls and fix the, the Coyotes. Well, everybody, I want to know what you guys think. What are there any other cities that kind of stand out to you where you're like, hey, you know, maybe we should move here or maybe we should move, you know, there that that we haven't talked about. That would be a good idea. East coast, west coast. Let us know what you think about relocation. And, um, you know, let us know what you think about, uh, you know, even journalists and uh, NHL journalists uh, afraid to, you know, maybe stir the pot a little bit and uh, and be a little judgmental on players that they shouldn't be judgmental on. But that's all that we got for you this, this week. We'll catch you on the next one. This is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here.